0: Buster's Wednesday Night Live Podcast. Here we be, season 11, episode number four. Lordy 40, how's everybody doing today? We had a little snowstorm here on the east coast of the USA, about two, three inches. Been cold. It's kind of cold in the studio down here. Even though I got a heat duck in here, I should have cranked it up a couple of notches, but maybe you guys will warm me up with all kinds of new info and how much exciting that episode was yesterday. That episode was so exciting it lit a fire under my feet yesterday. And from Canada, Eastern Canada, on the line is Judy. Hello, Judy.
1: Hello, John. Hello, everybody. Good to be here, as always, and we'll do our best to make last night's uh, show exciting for you.
0: You got it. Let's get my hellos in here. Here's a sand dollar. Robot. Gloria. The new hat winner, Neil. There's Vicky. There's Ashley. Yup, Neil. They got me all psyched. I'm really pumped for next week the Mooyan stuff. I hope it's a good, upbeat, positive program because I'm really, really itching for some kind of positive, direct news on something. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: For sure, John, I hope Mooyan brings us something. It should at least be interesting.
0: Cindy can hear you, so we're good. Hi,
1: Cindy.
0: Hi, Daniel. Here's Daniel. Daniel's in the house. Very, very good. Very good. Yipper. I don't want to pump up the Mooyan program too much, but I'm really looking forward to that, to see what they say after two years, Judy. Uh, I shouldn't get myself so hooked up on it, uh, but they got me. Like Kathy says, they got the hook in me bad with this Muon technology, so we can just go to a direct spot, drill it, see if there's anything there, and if so, tunnel to that area. You know, Judy?
1: Right, John. Well, it should help. I would certainly hope so, and I hope you're not disappointed because I know you really have looked forward to it. And Daniel says, I heard they found cows with the moon cows the cows over the
0: moon Is you you know i'm gonna have to help daniel out i think he's been drinking a little bit too much wine i think i think we're gonna have to help him out and send some kind of rehab person down there in florida because i think he's drinking too much wine after school near the pool
1: probably john (laughs) just because the rest can't do that right
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hi, Luanne. How are you?
1: Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, yes.
0: Hello, David. But, uh, yeah, so I'm hyped up about it because you know me. We'll criticize and we'll praise whatever they give us to chew on, you know, Judy?
1: Right, exactly, John. Yeah. I think everybody's looking forward to Mulan and counting on it, giving us something.
0: Yep. And, um... Obviously, by now, um, they're probably pulling out all their equipment at, uh, at the island, setting up for the winter time. So, whatever they found, whatever they did, I don't see no electric fence around the uh, island. I don't see guards. I don't see anything that would show us of a big find as we go into season number
1: 12 you know, i certainly have not seen anything at all uh, it looks the same as ever and daniel says we could have cocktails by the money pit
0: yep <laughs> but uh, usually all this time it's the same old thing you know they they uh put dirt back and they make it look all nice and neat for another season so billy's probably doing some bulldozing before the winter comes in because he's got a ton of uh, plowing contracts that he does a lot of snow with, so he wants to fix up the island as best he can uh, and then come back uh, for season 12 if there is a season 12. Judy, that's like every year for the last 11 years I've been doing this. Why would they change now? You know what I mean?
1: Yes, it's unlikely that they will, they'll keep doing it the same old way.
0: Yep, yeah. we just follow along. They got us on the Oak Island leash. <laughs>
1: That's a good
0: way to put it, for sure, because that's how I feel sometimes. Hello, Dave. How are you? Glad to see you coming in. Let me get my thank yous in for my YouTube uh, uh, supporters and my two Patreon uh, supporters. I got to thank them all. Not on Tuesdays, but today you get all my thanks because without you guys, we don't have a group. Without you guys, we can't have this podcast coming on. So I thank you so much. Hello, Franklin. Uh, I want to thank uh, Jumpier, Caroline, Super, Tim, Pirate, Sandra, Stacy, Mark, Becky, Wayne, Alina, Dave, Nelson, Paul, Carol, Virginia, Gary, Ree, Rebecca, Barbara, Starling, Jeff, Sand and Roxy. They've been with me almost three years. Imagine that. Oh, my lordy, 40 Holy mooyan.
1: <laughs> That's going fast.
0: Got to thank Joanne and Harderby. Sticking with me all year long, especially during the summer. Now at least we have some content to talk about, uh, Judy. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yes, true. It's always good to have everybody stay with us.
0: Yep. Hello, Renee. Thanks for coming in. Um, also, Judy, since you're live on the line, Thank you for all you do for the podcast and on the group. Thank you so much.
1: You're welcome, John. I enjoy it very much.
0: And Daniel, what can I say? He's the main man. Now him and his partner, uh, Charlotte. Very good information. And Osprey Muyan. I hope he comes back in 2024. Or Muyan Osprey. I thank him so much. I got to thank all my moderators. Tammy, Judy, Daniel. Starling Kathy and Tanya from Portugal, also Jeff M and Glory on the YouTube side, and our lifetime contributor, Chris Dona. And I always thank my main members. They all come from the Quest of Oak Island Facebook group group, if you can join. Some people don't like Facebook, some people just like YouTube. So that's why I like to put everything on YouTube so the world sees it, Judy. So uh, if they're not on Facebook and our group, they only see it through us on YouTube. You know what I mean?
1: Right, John. Well.
0: Uh, it gets well-watched over on YouTube. I know that. Yep. We're live on uh, Facebook group and YouTube. Then sometimes I download it to Twitter. Other platforms, not too much, Twitch, Rumble. A lot I post on Discord when the show's on and Instagram. I got to thank our members on Spotify, uh, Judy, for the podcasters around the world. We get about 350 plays per video once I download it there, once it's available to download. So we're doing pretty good on the podcasters on the Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Amazon podcast also. So they must like us, but uh, I don't get any really good, not good, I don't get any feedback from it, you know what I mean? Like here are people you can talk to, but there, they just play, watch it, but nobody really comments, you know?
1: Right, exactly. Well, obviously they're watching, you know, and
0: and that's a good thing. Yep. Like last night's show was episode eleven, not episode eleven, season eleven, episode four. Sheer mystery. So we know what the shear meant, right?
1: Yes. S h e a r. Everybody.
0: Yep. It meant the scissors. So last night, that was about all for me. That sort of piqued my interest. Was okay. Was it the, the scissors? But the only thing that sort of got me a little crazy. They just swished away a couple of rocks and there, there it was. It wasn't even buried or whatever. I don't know what that was.
1: Yeah, it was strange, wasn't it? It was certainly on the surface. Yep.
0: Yeah. And uh, they said, uh, when I asked before, like they had to say, well, when the tide comes in and the tide comes out and the tide comes in and the tide comes out, that sort of washes away material like a sift and anything on the bottom comes up to the top that's what was told to me because i asked that question a million times how can this thing be so old and be one inch above the top in the beach you know what i mean
1: right yes and they always seem to have an answer
0: (laughs) yep luann and that got me too that the garden shaft was full of water i thought it was all waterproof from the bottom but johnny was wrong but we saw that pump going in there I guess uh, like I was telling Judy er earlier, people pay a lot of money for like logs that are dumped in the river and in there for like 200 years. So I guess they don't use pre-treated wood for the shaft. They must use, uh, I don't know what kind of wood that's great and water would cure it more, I have no idea. Okay, the next week, I got one screenshot. Remind me at the end of this podcast that we got to go over about next week, Judy.
1: Okay, John. I we'll remember to do that. Yeah,
0: it's season 11, episode five, Muyan the horizon. Horizon. That's the one I'm looking at. Big time. And we're getting very, very close. I think we got like 995 videos on YouTube. So about five more videos to hit that 1,000 videos on YouTube. So we gotta watch out for wow. that. And everybody's wow. everybody asked me as well, uh, who's the AI voice when my voice is shot? Well, for Judy, if she can't say it herself, well, of course, tonight she's gonna to be doing it herself. I got Abby from the UK. And for uh Daniels and Charlotte's post from the UK, we have Raymond. So we have Raymond and Abby. So, I wanted to tell you that, guys, before I uh, forgot to tell you that, that those are the names of the voices that take over after me. All Let's put this up. Here's my team. That I mentioned early couldn't do the show without them. There they are. I always got to give them FaceTime on Wednesdays because without them, there is no group.
1: We got some good moderators, John.
0: We do. Yep, Didi. Thanks, thanks, and thanks again. Thank you so much, Didi. Hi, Didi. We support each other's channels, and that's how you have to do it. I thank her so much. Yes, Cindy, Abby, A B B I E, and Raymond. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: oh. oh, he'll be on tonight. I
1: told John, guys, or guys, I told John that he could give me Raymond's voice next time, <laughs> just to goof y'all up.
0: And there's Daniel and Charlotte's reposted blog. Please support them as much as you can. There they are. People keep on asking me, Daniel, what you guys look like. So I've been putting these pictures in with Raymond. Let's see who you are. Daniel Spino and Charlotte Wheatley. There they are.
1: Of great looking
0: people they are. There they are. Of course, we support Tony Sampson, the salty dog tours. Still, Judy, I haven't heard anything. Here we are, December 1st. And uh haven't heard a thing about tours in 2024. Once I hear, I'll post. And if anybody else hears before me and has a screenshot of actually they're gonna open up or not, uh send it to me and we'll post it to everybody knows around the world. But if not, see Tony. Get a boat tour around the island, have a couple of cocktails, and tell them Johnny sent you. There's our man, Mooyan Osprey. That's that. All right, I had one question that this guy, Ron, emails me all the time. And this is what he said about the garden shaft. Now I put it out there to believe or not to believe, but I need backup, screenshots, and facts. So here it goes. You ready, Judy?
1: I'm ready, John, I'm anxious to hear this.
0: It's about the garden shaft. As identified before, was a upcast pumping shaft let me repeat that because my voice is shot it was a up cast u p c a s t pumping shaft a underground drain ran from it to a surface sluice you know what a surface sluice is like they're looking and paying for gold it goes over the water judy Okay, all right, gotcha. It ran from the surface sluice, then ran water downhill to the bay, which makes sense from that location. As you look to the right of the garden shaft, you see like that road that goes right down the Smith's Cove, right?
1: Right, yes.
0: This was all spoken about on previous episodes of the show when dan hensky showed them the location of the surface sluice so there you go hello caroline hello gary hello super so what do you think of that daniel put that in your memory banks there an up cast pumping shaft so I just got this a little while ago, so I haven't really uh, searched it, uh, Judy, but it sounds very interesting.
1: It does, yes. We'll look forward
0: to more on that. An cast pumping shaft. I guess when they're doing tunnels in that area, the money pit, you got to get rid of the water. So you got to pump the water out somewhere, and then the water's got to go somewhere else because they had no permits or anything. They just splooshed the water wherever the heck they wanted to shoot it, you know, Judy?
1: Right. Daniel says it's an eight foot tunnel. I'm thinking,
0: no. Hmm. So I thought it would be very interesting to give you a statement on that. Believe it or not, I'm just the middleman here. So I'm going to have to look up upcast pumping shaft and you know what a sluice is. So, uh, That's what the garden shaft was and it was only 82 feet deep, original.
1: Okay,
0: all right, got it. All righty, well, it's almost seven o'clock and we'll get Judy, get her wine and her coffee and her shot of whiskey ready.
1: be able
0: to read it after that for her uh, synopsis that's coming up in detail guys and of course the synopsis will be posted to uh, our Facebook group and also I think I do post it to patreon in case some of the foreign people that don't get uh, the Facebook quest and don't hear it here I'll post it on patreon All right, let me bring Judy's picture up. Hold on, Judy.
1: Okay, John, I just took a drink.
0: What the heck was the that? Road. What the heck is that voice?
1: Him <laughs> come back.
0: You're, you, you sound worse than me.
1: <laughs> I took a drink and went down the wrong hole.
0: You're not supposed to pour the drink in your ear.
1: Well, it feels like I did. It'll get better. I'm
0: good. <laughs> does anybody have a good voice around here that we can use? <laughs> uh, AI does.
1: AI does.
0: Raymond, you know. <laughs> Shots with Judy. Okay, everybody get your whiskey out until Judy's voice clears. Uh, the director's telling me this. You know what that means? That's what they tell the Curse of Oak Island people. Stretch it out. Stretch it out. We need time. Stretch it out. Stretch it out.
1: Oh dear, I think it's good now.
0: Daniel, Raymond, yes. Raymond, and Abby cost me every month. They cost me money, so they better be. Ooh. They better be good. All right, let me get the Judy's picture on on here. Hold on. All right, Judy, your picture's up When your voice is good, ready to go. I got to take a cough drop.
1: All righty, John, you go for it. (laughs) Okay, guys, we got season 11, episode four Sheer Mystery, S H E A R. It's a new day on Oak Island, and in the Money Pit area, the team has begun the drilling at new borehole D5N27. They are continuing their investigation into the seven and a half foot high tunnel, 100 feet down under the garden shaft that they believe runs to the baby blob. A core comes up from 53 feet down and Terry states that the soil is soft, so they are close to the tunnel. Meanwhile, in the war room, the team gathers to meet with Dumas Mining via video. Dumas announces they have received the code of practice or permits needed to continue the dig in the garden shaft. They inform Rick and the team that they are now preparing to leave for Oak Island and will see them soon. Rick replies, we will be ready for you. Over on lot five at the shoreline, Gary and Peter are metal detecting and Peter digs up what Gary says is an old cribbing spike that would have been used on wharfs, ships, and even on shafts and tunnels. Gary points out this is old raw iron and this has never been found on this side of the island before. They beg it for testing. Next, Peter digs up what looks like one half of a handle from an old pair of shears or scissors, similar to the ones found in 1970 by Dan Blankenship, dated from the 17th century. They will have Carmen examine the handle. Fifty yards inland at the rectangular structure, Helen is telling Jack that in her 40 years of fieldwork, she has never found a foundation this deep in the ground. What does this mean? As Jack begins to sift the spoils, Jamie digs up another small piece of creamware pottery. She dates around 1762. Back in the money pit area, a core comes up from 90 feet, five feet down in borehole 5D5N27. Steve says the wood in this core looks different from the wood found here before, and they have not found wood at this high a depth before. Could this be a completely different structure from the tunnel, like perhaps an offset chamber? Rip brings up the fact that when Dumas starts to dig, their crane must go here, so they only have a short time to dig one more hole. Over on the causeway, there is lots of noise as Dumas arrives with their big equipment and permits in hand. All are excited as Rick welcomes them, begging them to get that crane set up so the dig in the garden shaft can begin. It will be a few days before they can start. At the Money Pit, the team is drilling new borehole, C5N27, in hopes of finding more of the tunnel they have been following. Finding it would be of great help to Dumas as they dig 20 more feet into the garden shaft. Over in the interpretive center, Carmen has arrived to examine the shears handle found earlier. He confirms Gary is right. This is a handle off of an old pair of scissors from around the 1600s to early 1700s, older than the set Dan found in 1970. Gary will try to find more of this set. Alex arrives at the rectangular structure on lot five and Helen informs him the creamware found here from 1740 to 1760 predates the finding of the money pit and also the dividing of the island into lots. She adds that this structure is rock-lined with loose rubble in the center and no artifacts in the top layer. This tells her that this structure was covered up at one time. Why is the question. That afternoon at the Money Pit, A core comes up from 93 feet down in hole C5N27. The soil is firm, but has nothing in it. The rod then drops down to 104 feet, meaning there is a void here. They find no wood at this depth. A core from 111 feet down hits the table, and contains pieces of a beam that is ax-cut, and Terry says predates 1795. A second core is full of wood fiber. Craig wonders if this is the roof of a collapsed tunnel. They will see 14 test the wood. A short time later, the team gathers at the garden shaft with Dumas for the opening of the shaft. As Rick states they have unfinished business here, he hands Dan Hinsky the keys to give to Roger from Dumas who then opens the door. As they expected, the shaft is full of water and muck which Dumas will pump out before starting to dig. Roger explains that the water will have preserved the wooden shaft over the winter. Join us next week, Questers, to see if Dumas intercepts a tunnel before the shaft to finally get and to finally get some luon results. Till then, stay safe, please, Questors.
0: Thank you very much, Judy.
1: Thank you, John. I'm scooping there
0: at the end, but Don't you worry about can read it, it online, everybody. <laughs> we got to have applications out there for a voice. We need a voice out there. We're putting applications out for the Quest of Oak Island employment. It pays great. It pays nothing. We need somebody <laughs> with a voice.
1: <laughs> yes, please. <clears throat> Thanks, guys. <laughs> i'll not take a drink before i start again john
0: take a shot next time okay shot of bourbon (laughs) that'll burn right through you
1: oh boy
0: (laughs) it's not working for me but uh gotta work for somebody
1: (laughs) oh ashley says but i like judy thank you ashley i love you guys so
0: much all righty Let's bring up some screenshots to show what Judy was saying. Like I said, people that have not won a quest <clears throat> hat, please put in hashtag hat to win a hat tonight. It'll be mailed to you and put your address. And if it's international, I need your phone number for stamps.com to so the quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. Right, Judy?
1: Right, John. Yeah, guys, get it in there and good luck, everybody.
0: All right, <coughs> I'm clicking to the right. Go this way, Johnny. Okay. This is how the show started. Hello, Andrea. Who else came in that I didn't see? Hello, Louis. Thanks for coming in. And their team as they continued on their quest of drilling on the other side of the garden shaft. There's that choice drilling. Imagine how much money they're making, Judy.
1: Oh, I'm sure they're making lots of money.
0: I think up here to drill, say you hired these guys to drill a well. You know how they drill a well, right? It depends how deep they go. Right. I think it's about yeah. I think it's about four thousand dollars just to drill to put the pipe in. <laughs> wow. But wow. of course But of course, if you gotta go deeper, you gotta pay more or thirty five hundred or something like that. Just for one now. They must be on a special payment plan over here.
1: No, <laughs> maybe that's it. And think about it, that what they're doing is much more interesting than drilling
0: a well, right? Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <clears throat> we spent a lot of time at the sausage table. And here's, I just wanted to show uh, Judy the location of actually where the drill is on the other end of the garden shaft. So there's a picture of exactly where they're at which I showed you yesterday where 10X is, it's on the bottom of 10X, even closer on the bottom to the wording, 10X is up on top, but this tunnel that runs underneath the garden shaft is not even close to 10X. You know what I mean, Judy?
1: Yeah, right, that's disappointing, John. I was hoping it would be.
0: And there's where they have it plotted out. You know, I love maps. You got D.5N-27, D5N-25.5, and D5N-24.5. As I'm told, it's five feet, five feet, five feet, five feet. Each, each uh, side of the square is five foot square or 25 uh, square feet. And this is where they're trying to point to the garden shaft, making a right turn there. But I guess it's going into the baby blob. <laughs> <clears throat> so something's driving this water through and driving the minerals through from whatever it's coming from. And obviously, they'll test the water in the mother holes. And hope they put the sonar tube down there after the camera doesn't see the money mark, Judy. That's what I was complaining about yesterday.
1: Right, yes, John, and I hope they do put it down, and I hope this coming week.
0: As they go back to the war room, there's the guys from Dumas that they gave them great news in the war room. Permits are ready to go and they're ready to dig. But I'm pretty sure the first time they get that water under control, Judy, I thought Gary said, and I gotta look back to this, that his hit was two feet. So obviously to dig 24 inches with a shovel with the metal detector down there, that had to be done right away that's already done what do you think judy
1: well I think you're probably right on that but I'm I'm not hundred percent
0: yeah but I'm just saying in the pecking order if they left last season and they got a good hit and it was two feet below that floor line well Dumas, you're not going to drop that cherry picker 30 ton cherry picker all the way down in the mud in case there's something there you're gonna show that two feet away no you know what I mean?
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah, gotcha. I gotcha now. Yeah, okay.
0: I mean, if it was uh, uh, 10 feet below, yeah, or 5 feet below, but I'm pretty sure Gary said it was about 2 foot. Don't quote me on okay. that. Or, or was it 2 foot in the water when he stuck the thing in the water? Remember when he put the metal detector in the water?
1: I, I do remember, and and it might have been about that amount too. Yeah. But they'll have to take it really easy till they do find out what's there. All
0: right. So uh, there's probably nothing there because they continued, as we saw before, dropping the thing down and started to dig it out. So whatever it was, whatever he hit, must have been a horseshoe or something.
1: Could have been. That could have been. Or maybe an ox shoe.
0: Or another another, uh, barrel rim. I know, wait a minute. Hey, Judy. You said the forbidden word. Oh, I did? We haven't seen an ox shoe in a while.
1: Oh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out what I said. No, we haven't.
0: Oh, my lordy yeah, 40. We don't want to see any more ox shoes, please. <laughs> Holy <laughs> <Booyan>. <laughs> Hello, Beth from South Carolina. I don't know, Cindy. They might have bypassed the metal detector. Or, but they would look for sure. I would. If I got all that money invested or whatever, I wouldn't just drop that big thing in there, the claw. I'd slick around in there to look around.
1: Sure, yeah. Hi, Beth from South Carolina. Welcome.
0: Welcome.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Daniel says, don't worry, Judy. No clank walking. Oh, thanks goodness, Daniel. No, you've been Too cold.
0: You've been good. Mike. You've been good lately. You've been good. <laughs> <clears throat> Get up, Andrea. I don't know how many ox shoes we've seen. Uh, it was getting kind of crazy. But don't you think after eleven years with all this stuff, with all these artifacts, with all the dates, don't you think we have enough data to actual hone in on who was there? As far as uh, time-wise, not who was there, but just the time periods. I think we got enough information to go with time periods with the artifacts. We still don't know who. It could be British uh, military. Could be. Uh, I don't think Templars because it doesn't. It didn't uh, really uh, float my boat yet on something solid. But you know, settlers, uh, drifters, uh, because there was no causeway, so they had to get there by boat. So things like that, you know, Judy. Smugglers.
1: Yeah, I I agree, John. I'm I'm certain that the military was there, and I kind of think on lot five, maybe. I'm anxious to find out if uh, if they if they decide that someone else was on that lot, but I think it was military. Yeah.
0: Hello, Gary. How are you? We need a voice. You got a good voice, Gary. <laughs> Daniel, hippies. <laughs> 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 In the 1700s, and the 1600s, they got hippies and the gypsies, maybe. And we know who was there: Daniel, Indians, the Mi'kmaq was there. I know that. The things I've read, they were there early.
1: It's amazing, really, how much went on on that little island throughout the years.
0: And then here's what they wanna do. They got the permit to go 20 foot deep, hit into this tunnel they keep on looking at. Now, how long has it been? 238 years, I don't know, 248 years. Do you think this tunnel is gonna be intact? What are they, crazy? It's all gonna be flooded in and collapsed. And uh, what do you think they're gonna find if they go and intersect this tunnel? More wood. I, I don't and my exception is okay, they go the extra twenty feet because all the way down the eighty two feet, guys, they drilled sideways to look for side chambers, if I got that right. So this extra twenty feet going down to that hundred and three feet or whatever it is, we're looking for side tunnels. They'll be drilling out of the sides of that like they did the other upper eighty two feet, Judy, and that's my main concern, not really intersecting this tunnel because if they already got a thousand holes in this tunnel, they already tested the the wood, they already tested the water. I mean, how much more do you need in this tunnel that's underneath the garden shaft? They're just looking for the direction of where the cold is coming from and the silver is coming from. But wouldn't they, that show in a water sample? You know what I mean? Yes, John.
1: I, I question that myself why can't they just find it through that but who knows you were saying what will they find in the tunnel well scott said mud and daniel said elvis
0: and jimmy hoffa
1: <laughs> and jimmy hoffa there. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, uh, Daniel.
0: <laughs> hey you never know you know
1: yeah that's true that's true
0: not sure, Andrea, what other legends they had. But Daniel straightened me out about the Templar flag that was brought about. That was shown way, way after the years they say the Templars were there. The flag wasn't there in the 1300s. It was done by the McMahon long, long after that time. So, Like I'm saying, they go to the side tunnels at the 108 feet deep. They see on the bottom the collapsed tunnel. All right, instead of drilling down and pulling up a water sample, they can just use a a coffee cup to get a water sample.
1: True, John. Or Maybe they could use one of yours.
0: Yeah, or a dirt sample. So I don't see what the positivity is of this bottom tunnel finding since it's drilled out and seen and uh, go from there. Not sure, Renee. Now they go to the beach, Gary, uh, on lot five. And there's Peter with a good old angled tooth shovel <laughs> that we see a lot.
1: Yeah, we do. They use it quite a bit. It's then, good to see Peter.
0: And then they go back to uh, lot five under that tree that the tree is cut down. But why in the early days, if you have an encampment there or something, you know, why are they covering it up? Well, I don't know. Why did they cover up the uh, the money pit? They cover up everything over here. This is even before the money pit, they said, the years on this dates. You know, why cover it up at all? They're probably a bunch of neat people.
1: Yeah, that could be, John. Or sometimes they would just, if they were gonna uh, move off the island, they would put stuff in there and hide it so they could come back and get it. Mm. But I don't know.
0: (laughs) There's more things they found. And this is way before the money pit date, Judy.
1: Right yes long time
0: and then they got that 13 foot depression that they're really pulling apart and I guess the deeper they go the older the things get but uh I was always wondering around about all the rocks that Robert Young put around this depression of 13 feet where the heck did they all go? He didn't move them all away the so when we saw this there was no piles of rocks around the whole top that they showed a Robert Young's picture. So that was a question with me. Rocks just don't move on their own, you know?
1: No, they certainly do not. Daniel says, John, that concealment and Oak Island go hand in hand.
0: Hmm.
1: Okay, Daniel, keep us thinking. Hmm.
0: The professor is going deep. Here's another spike. Spike for wood. We found one. Okay.
1: Seen lots of those, haven't
0: we? Yep, there it is. Great condition. Yep, looks fantastic. I don't know, Scott. It was thirteen foot when they measured it, but when if you look back on a on a podcast, they uh Robert Young gave them pictures. Remember I told them I says, Great, I'm glad they posted it, uh, Oak Island, because somebody would have found out that here's these pictures from Robert Ro- Young. What are you talking about with this depression? You know what I mean, Be
1: Right, yes. Now was, yeah, it's good to have those pictures.
0: Yeah, now was his 13 feet around, or was it 18 feet around when he had all the rocks on the top of it? I have no idea, but I guess they're just going from the depression part, not depression, am I calling it right? Yeah, like the hole, yeah. once they take all the rocks off, you're just going by the hole, not the diameter or the pile of rocks that keep it going wider, I guess. Right, yeah, I agree with you on that. Yep, 13 feet, crib and spike, yep, Daniel. And there it is, one rusted crib and spike. Then they find the handle part of the shears, right on top of the, not on top, but just swish away a couple of pebbles and there it was just laying there. Very, very strange. But I even asked my buddy uh, Jeffrey Irving that everybody knows, great friend of mine. Like I said earlier, when the tides come in and out, it does the wishy-washy, wishy-washy, and it sort of brings things up to the surface after time. So who knows how long this has been in the deepest part of the beach until it worked its way up, you know?
1: Right, it's hard to say, isn't it? But it is always surprising when they find it right on top.
0: i say after shearing, Maybe they're shearing sails. If this was a boat shipping repair shop of Daniel, how you gotta cut the sails or you need new sails or whatever they were doing there. Or uh et cetera, et cetera, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, they could have used it for pretty much anything.
0: Haircuts, Renee says. <laughs> I don't think I don't think I don't think many people really uh cut their hair and shaved, except for the military, you know what I mean?
1: Right,
0: yes. Yeah, and a lot of them didn't. They were pretty scraggly.
1: (laughs) Especially those pirates.
0: Yep, and there's the pair from uh, Dan Blankenship in 1970. It always seems we're going back to Dan Blankenship. I love it.
1: Yes, it's good to hear his name.
0: They re Smith's Cove, which we already knew. What was there already and just have it redated again? So I hope they're not getting back into the rehash stuff. I want new stuff.
1: I agree a hundred percent. We need some new stuff.
0: There's a better picture of it. Carmen's gonna take a look at it. Let's see what Robot says there. I see it just came up, Robot. Would logic not support if the metal samples which are coming into this area, yeah, coming in, yep, comes in from Gold River, if they are draining to this area, supporting that this tunnel is a drain tunnel into Smith's Cove, not a flood tunnel. Hmm. Well, I just read earlier, Robot, that I had a person uh, tell me that the garden shaft was a pumping station and it ran water downhill to the bay. This is on top of the land, not you know, not in a tunnel, but could be very good, Robert. Okay, next picture. There's a better picture closer. Well they found what Jury, some cream creamware, some other stuff. Pottery. Pottery. Yeah. A teacup, tea tea handle, or teacup. There's the creamware. These little little shards. Well what happened to the rest of it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you wonder.
0: Does that just disintegrate? Creamware, or if you busted it up in a million pieces, it should be in a million pieces right there.
1: Yeah, it should all be together. You would think, wouldn't you? Who knows?
0: Then they went back well, to
1: Daniel. The... Yeah, Daniel's asking you, John. Uh, draining from where? Was it the the river that it was draining from?
0: Well, they're saying everything's getting towards the uh to oak island now above oak island is gold river
1: gold river yes
0: so gold river comes into the bay and goes right through oak island so anything after years and centuries would be moving towards oak island so if there's something very porous or voids on the bottom of the island or the middle of the island it's got to go through that somehow or stay right about there you know what i mean right
1: yes gotcha
0: or it's, a, or it's a garbage dump what they're looking at. You know, what I mean, like like Daniel says, it broke, well, throw all this stuff in the swamp or throw all this stuff in this this hole. Maybe it was a little campsite, you know what I
1: mean? Right, and it could very well have been that. And they just cover it
0: up. know yeah, like covering your garbage up, yep. Yeah. and here's the area again where they're intersecting the bottom of a tunnel that they say is seven feet high. You can see up on top near that white tent. You see that big square metal piece? That's 10X.
1: Okay. So So it is quite a ways away.
0: That's the angle that they're at. Yeah. That's a good 50 feet away, if not more. Mm. Because that angle will go right through Billy's yellow truck, right down towards the bay, down the roadway. You see it?
1: Right, yes.
0: And they know, and they told okay. us about 15 times that they have to move the drill because the crane has to go there.
1: Right. Daniel says, Fred said they dumped a lot of things in the swamp in
0: the 1800s. Yeah, robot like broken French drains and tiles. Yeah, like a French drain. Like now we use crushed stone. I hear you, Robert. Robot for drainage. You know what I'm talking about, Judy?
1: Right, yes,
0: I do know. Instead of having all mud, you have uh broken pottery as we use crushed stone for drainage. And as long as you go from the top to the bottom, it'd be no problem. It'd just trickle through the lowest area.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm. Now we hear truck horn honks. Uh, I can't do that, guys. Here comes the big crane. How many times we see this?
1: <laughs> Lots of times now.
0: And there it be. There it'll be. Yep, yeah, Bernie. I hear you. Irving equipment came in. Crane came in. Dumas Mining came in. And then Rick said, he wants to put a period at the end of this story. No kidding.
1: (laughs) I think Billy said, but we want an exclamation mark, not a period.
0: Doug, you got to realize it's three quarters production for the History Channel and the AE Network. And for us, the other little bit is an actual history-making, looking for some kind of relic or treasure that I think is long gone, even if it was put there. It's not there anymore, in my own opinion. And that's what the show's about. Of course, a lot of history, a lot of history, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of data, a lot of data. But they get 3 million views a week. Otherwise uh they gotta be doing something, right? You know, guys.
1: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, people aren't giving up on it anyway, are they? No. Nope. We're still here, John. And
0: then they're putting the crane together on below the road there, so they can drive it up. They gotta put all the tracks on and drive it up. <laughs> Everybody knows there's a tunnel underneath the pit. But also, I'm looking at this picture, guys. You see C1 up there, and the muyan detectors are still there. Still.
1: Huh. Wow. I thought at one point they were gone.
0: Take a look at them, Judy. Holy yeah. Mooyan, they're still there.
1: I see them, John yeah hmm. i wonder if they're still working
0: we gotta see i'm gonna have to look on the october first drone videos because that's the last we have and uh see if they took them out or they're still there sitting there you know what i mean i'm hoping right, some of the yeah. guys that fly over for us will take some pictures like last year and we'll get a couple of official pictures of uh what's going on there maybe in the winter time like last year
1: no that'd be great yes
0: ashley nope i'm still in yep we're sunk there's our main man carmen he always comes on with no problem whatsoever
1: i have to nick he looks very um good in that hot yeah very official
0: Oh, Daniel thinks he needs one of those hats. Hmm. He's there to examine this ancient scissors handle. 1600, early 1700s. Lordy 40. There's another picture, nice summer. Afternoon, it looks like, Judy, nice and bright and sunny.
1: Yes. Oh. Wish it was back.
0: And there they are, putting the crane up. Irving. Here comes Duma. And there's the spot. That
1: crane is one. That crane is one big of equipment, isn't it? There's Piece a, of equipment. There's the spot. Wow. The,
0: there's the spot on lot five, where that rectangular stone foundation is. Wish they get the information from Helen. 1740, 1760, 30. 55 years before the money puts even fallen, Judy.
1: Yes. <clears throat> so somebody was there, John, long before that.
0: Oh, that was a, a little porcelain teacup. But did they show us that? I'm not sure.
1: No, they didn't. She did say they found it.
0: Congratulations, Gary. There's a nice shot of more than 350 islands. in the Home Bay with the uh, Oak Island. I like that sunset shot or sunrise. I don't know what it is. Yeah, mm, it's
1: gorgeous. Oh, that is gorgeous.
0: And this is when uh, they were saying about, uh, this is the only island that was divided up in, four-acre lots, Judy.
1: Yes, and that's always made me wonder why. Was it the only one? Yep.
0: And she says, Helen, it's a rock-lined pit. Back to the sausage table. The C.5N27 has yielded up very little and there's everybody waiting for the sausage to come out that's when judy says in her synopsis it dropped to 104 so there's a void there That's when they're telling them and that's when the uh, sausage casing's coming out. So they're looking for wood guys. You think they'll find any wood?
1: <laughs> I'm sure they will.
0: Mm. I'm pretty confident it's a seven foot tunnel. And why would you have a tunnel that high if you're not wheeling something or standing in something which generally, generally would they say? Three to four feet a tunnel is, you know?
1: Yes, so they—if it's that big, people had to be moving through it.
0: Yep, because a three or four foot tunnel—that would be like a flood tunnel to me—and a six and seven foot right. tunnel will be something people are working in. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Well,
1: that's only about all makes sense, John. Yep, for a seven foot tunnel.
0: And the other thing we know with C1 having a void there, and 10x having all kinds of natural voids there. We know this area is full of what natural voids <laughs> right?
1: Yes, I'm sure there's more there than we know,
0: yeah, so we we got proof ten x c one, and just hoping holy Muyan shows us a square one, but that's at hundred and ninety three feet so. Hello, Christopher. Thanks for coming in. First time, first time guy or girl. Thank you so much. Oh, welcome. Please sub. Please join. We have a Facebook group, The Quest of Oak Island. A lot of information there. Hit that notification bell on YouTube. Well, thank you so much and welcome. Stacy, Beck. 10 years of wood data collection here. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> That's the depth they're at. But we hope that the 20 feet and 82. That's 102 feet. That they hit the top of the tunnel. They're not going to hit the bottom, Judy. They're going to hit the top of the tunnel. You know what I mean?
1: Right. Yes. Well, I hope they do.
0: Thank you, Christopher. Oh, we have wood there. Oh, my lordy, 40. <laughs> and the final piece was this, Ed's axed, wood, is that the right word, Judy, I'm saying ads?
1: Uh, yes, A-D-Z-D. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, Ed's. they showed that it's hand made with that uh a tool and they're gonna have it tested and have it dated see if there's any gold in there zip it and zap it every which way so we got a lot of wood up until this date and a lot of surface finds leading us to the big find. No, I'm only joking.
1: (laughs) Well, I hope anyway, John, that it does lead us there.
0: I mean. Yep, put hashtag hat. Let me see how many people we got. We only got eight entries, uh, Judy, for a brand new Quest hat mailed around the world. Free. If you're international, I need your phone number and send it in your information. Whoever wins the quest of Oak Island at AOL.com. All right. I have a little uh, video from uh, Daniel and uh, Charlotte. Of uh, You remember they found that musket with the Roman numerals on the top, like the barrel or the sight, uh, Judy?
1: Yes, yeah, I remember that. Still would like to know what it means.
0: Well, Daniel had this thing that he did a couple of seasons ago or something. I don't know. It's about a uh, gun with a ramrod on it that Gary found. Right. Yes. So, guys, I'm going to show you this video. It's only four minutes long. And, uh, Judy, I'm going to show the video, so we got to be silent. And uh, let me know in chat if the video is okay. And the audio's all right, like we always do, because me and Judy, uh, we see it and we hear ourselves, but without without you guys telling us you see us and hear us, we have no idea. So thank you for that information, guys. Are you ready? This is from Daniel and Charlotte. Here we go, Judy.
1: Okay.
2: In today's Artifact Alley, we will be discussing a musket ramrod that was found in Season 6, Episode 7, Rock Solid, while metal detecting on Oak Island gary drayton alex lagina and peter fanetti went to lot 24 on the western side of oak island to do some metal detecting on recently cleared land gary had a hit on his metal detector and pulled out of the ground what he called a ramrod from an old bess pottery was also found in the general vicinity the old bess was a standard issue musket for the british military from the early 1700s through the mid 1800s it's interesting to note that other artefacts have been found on Lot 24 that indicate a British military presence on Oak Island. These include lead musket balls, military buttons, British coins, and pottery from the 1700s. More of these types of items have recently been found on the adjacent Lot 5. This evidence indicates that sometime during the 1700s, yes, it's likely that Oak Island was being used as a military encampment or fortification. The curse of Oak Island hypothesized that this may have been during the American Revolution, but this is unlikely, and would have been documented at that time and known by the locals. This is because there were more people living in the area at the time of the Revolution. The most likely time period for this activity would have been the early 1700s to the early 1760s, before Oak Island was divided into lots, and they were assigned to local residents. In looking at the history of the area, it appears that there was one specific time period that this activity likely occurred. This was a time of war that involved the British, French, and indigenous peoples in Nova Scotia. In 1756, a Maliseet war party supported by the French attacked the Lunenburg area, including Mahone Bay. They raided Louis Paysant's trading post on Covey Island, near Oak Island. Paysant and his son were killed, and his wife and four other children were taken away as prisoners, and eventually went to Quebec. This brought a British military presence to Mahone Bay. In the mid to late 1750s, the British military had a volatile situation on their hands, trying to protect their settlers with frequent attacks that ended in killings and scalpings in Lunenburg, Nova Scotia, and vicinity. This seems to be the most logical time in Oak Island's history for a military encampment fortification to have been built on the island by the British to try to secure the Mahone Bay area. It's very possible that with the end of the Seven Years' War, French and Indian War, the installation was no longer needed, and it was abandoned. There have been reports by old-timers saying there was a fort on Oak Island at one time. Whether it was a fort or encampment, this is most likely the reason for all the British military items that have been found on the island during that time period. Please visit www.theowakislandcompendium.com For the entire article and other interesting content in our menu bar good day from the compendium daniel and charlotte
0: there you go there's raymond
1: (laughs) thank you daniel and charlotte excellent so it
0: goes more and more into the british military
1: right
0: on this island
1: lots, lots, yeah lots of military on on oak island i believe
0: no yep. and like daniel's going towards even the smuggling operations on there you know what i mean
1: right a lot of that too and probably samuel ball had a part in that.
0: yep and that's how he got his money you're always welcome uh, daniel we'll try to give your information out to the world and i hope it helps your blog i don't know if it is but uh, i enjoy it and everybody else around the world enjoys these little blurbs that i put on there
1: i know i do for sure
0: <clears throat> raymond you got it kathy the hook that's raymond all righty let's see what we got here for the giveaway we got 10 people on the giveaway the hat giveaway
1: Get your name in there now, guys, if you want a hat, if you don't have one already.
0: There's David. Just south of Oak Island, they said water movements and storms move sand to join islands together over time. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of things happen over time. But... uh, Thank you, Judy Neal. So, Judy, I'm going to put up uh, one thing. Let me see what David said here. Covey Island, less than six miles from Oak Island, has formed swamps and looks just like it was more than one island before yeah unbelievable all right guys i'm going to put one picture up from next week's show in the promo now we're going to have to work on this together to see what the heck this thing is all right guys are you ready and then we'll do the uh Then we'll do the hat giveaway, because that's all I bought I got from uh, last night's show, Judy.
1: Well, John, I think you did great, and we've been on an hour, so I think for your voice, (laughs) and obviously mine. You
0: sound sound worse than me.
1: I know, and I've been fine all day. I caught it from you. (laughs)
0: Brazil, we got somebody in from Brazil, Carlos.
1: Oh, welcome.
0: Welcome, join our Quest of Oak Island Facebook group to keep everything going. Thank you so much, Carlos. All right, here's this picture we all gonna work on. Screenshot it. What the heck is this thing? Are you ready? Three, two, one. I thought it was like a case or the back case of a pocket watch. You see the little loop in the front where the word look is, you see the loop. And I thought that would yeah. be I thought that would be for a chain. Hmm. Yes, Christopher, I was surprised it was full of water. Thinking it was all <laughs> waterproof and they put something on the bottom. Ashley.
1: <laughs> Stacy says a handful of mud, and Daniel says Batman decoder ring. And then Ashley said, "Yeah, it's wood, John."
0: <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't see a a ring in the front where the word look is, and you don't see a shell like a like a, the back of a shell or the back of a, a watch with holes in the middle.
1: Yes, I certainly see the ring very clearly. All right. And it does look like a round structure above it that does have holes.
0: <laughs> Daniel.
1: Oh, Daniel! <laughs> it's not scat, Daniel.
0: Hey, who sees the middle ring? Luann's with me here. She sees the red. Ring. And Ashley, it's a pirate earring. Oh. Oh, what?
1: Kathy says, "Mummy." <laughs>
0: Cindy says it's a dead rabbit. (laughs) You guys are really, really funny tonight.
1: (laughs) It's Daniel's fault. He's making us this way. Yeah, he
0: makes everybody crazy. (laughs) But uh I put some arrows around it. And uh there's a farther away picture. I know Stacy. It's a live Mooyan, I like that one, David. (laughs) But I was looking at it and I'm going, well, I can see the roundness of this thing. So it's not a piece of wood like that. It's not a doorknob. Yup, yup, Renee, I see the little copper round just above where it says, look, you see that copper ring thing, yeah. Half circle.
1: Dan uh, McSwain is suggesting maybe a compass.
0: Who the heck knows? Who the heck knows? So it could be Dan. Yep. See, see if we can find out what this thing is. A door knocker. Linda, I've been sick all month. <laughs> <laughs> that <is> so funny. <laughs> I will give you one more. See, I don't know if this is the same piece out of the mud cleaned up, guys, and you guys are the best to find out what the heck this stuff is, especially Daniel. Yeah, he
1: was wondering, Daniel's wondering if that was the piece. It had the letters on it before
0: they cleaned it. No idea. Who the heck knows what this thing is? So we'll find out. Next Tuesday, I just blew all my pre-show snapshots like I always do. Or Or they never mention it again like David, like the Blue Gem. Where the heck did the Blue Gem go?
1: Yes, I'd like to know.
0: Andrea, lock it with Captain Kid's baby tooth in it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, guys. Last chance. Hashtag hat. If you win, please email me at questofoakisland at AOL.com. If you're international, please give me your phone number. Your information safe with me. It goes nowhere else. Let me see what we got, Judy.
1: Alrighty, good luck everybody. Oh,
0: we got 10 entry, entries, so let me go over there. All right, we got 10 entries for a Quest of Oak Island baseball cap. We'll give you a couple of seconds if nobody put it in or the newbie or Carlo from Brazil put a hashtag hat in and uh maybe you win a hat absolutely free you ready everybody
1: <clears throat> we're
0: ready all here we go three two one bingo if you won one, we'll redraw. Gary Nelson is the winner. Congratulations, Gary Nelson.
1: Congratulations, Gary. We want a picture
0: now. Yep, we got to get a picture. A lot of people don't like that public stuff. But if you don't, send it to us and we'll show the world. <laughs> We got a winner. He's been with us for a while, so I'm glad he won. Or anybody yeah, that's wins. Nice. Yep. And there it is. He's a winner. And we're back. All right, uh, Judy, if you want to... Uh, Say your goodbye shortly. Uh, we'll be on pre-show Tuesday. I will be on. And then next Wednesday, Judy will be with me with the synopsis on this big Muon show. that they're getting me hyped up on the Muon show.
1: Okay, John. Hey, everybody. Make sure you join us next week so that we can see how excited John is about the on. I'm looking forward to that more than I'm actually looking forward to seeing the on. Anyway, have a good week, everybody. It's been fun tonight. Thank you for the laughs. Thank you for the encouragement. And uh, until I see you again, stay safe, please. Everybody stay safe. You too, John, and get better.
0: Yep, yep. Going on five weeks this week and see what happens. That's all. There's Gary. All
1: righty. There he is, yeah. (laughs) Oh, good. All right. Well, see you all next week.
0: Okay, Judy. Thank you. Congratulations, Gary! Telling to you live, fantastic. So, that's about all I got. Like I said, I'll see you next Tuesday. Appreciate you. Anything up comes up prior to that, you know, get that YouTube notification bell going. Please subscribe. Please support if you can. It all helps. Remember, members. Always go forward. You may get a setback in your life, but just believe in yourself. Believe in your dreams, no matter how old you are. For tomorrow is a never given. Never as you get older, even younger. This world is crazy. The people in it are crazy. I can't take much more. Prayers? I don't even know if that would help. But that's my own personal opinion, guys. So as my friend Jan says, you keep smiling because you never know what that other person is going through. Put a smile on your face. And you stay safe. And if you do it, you stay strong and have that positivity with you. Show that positivity coming through. Hold your head up high. Be positive mentally, physically. You can do it. So thanks for joining me and Judy uh, tonight. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you shortly. Thank you. Take care. And bye-bye.